All right, ladies and gents, welcome back to another week of the John X Mike podcast. I'm John Xfar, joined by MLP Dota. Mike, how are you doing today? Too bad, Jonathan. It's been a, a bit of a weird day. I, I think I was kind of mentioning this to you earlier, but we had a, a patch drop, which is amazing. Amazing news from the uh, from the Dota 2 team. Bad news is it seems like there's a war going on across the world. So that's that's terrible news. So it's been a bit of a, a mixed day, Jonathan. How are you? I'm doing all right. I had a bit of an early lunch. I'm pretty full. I had a good lunch. I woke up. I read the patch notes. I didn't read news, Mike. Yeah, news news doesn't affect me. I try to stay positive. Mm. The war. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't. I don't think it's a full-on war yet. Yeah. I mean, it's maybe there's some escalation in borders. I wouldn't know. I have no comments about that. And you know me. Once I get going there, I don't shut up. But the patch. That's the big <laughs> one for all of us here. That's that's the important bit. So Dota 2's got the patch. And I read through it, and you know, let's talk about our first feelings about it. I honestly, I was pretty disappointed. Um, I was, you know, they they hyped up Techie's rework, and uh the Techie's rework looks pretty decent. He can't deny himself off, as we were saying, right? Like, uh, we were talking about that possibility of denying yourself again. Even Techies can't do it now, so I guess that's a relief to us who plays against Techies. But it seems fun. Everything else, though, like Primal Beast is pretty hype. That's pretty cool. But where are the big changes we were looking for? Is that enough? Because it doesn't feel like it's enough for me, Mike. I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not judging it quite yet, personally, because I haven't been able to play a pub game yet, right? So I, I'm, I'm not going to judge it yet. Personally, I think the patch is fine. I, I would like to also see some map changes come through, but I can imagine Valve going down the map change route in the in maybe the sub patches that are coming up you know later on i do at least appreciate the fact that they have done a bit of a buffing patch so most heroes seem to have gotten buffs or at least changes uh economy changes as well jungle changes is pretty cool like you've got all those new creeps now and i, I was just in a test lobby uh, sussing out how strong these creeps are they're pretty strong john so it does seem like we're into a, a pretty fresh meta here now, I can appreciate the fact that there hasn't been map changes, which is kind of annoying. The only map changes that happened was what? They, they changed boundary room positions, which is whatever. You know, from the from the triangle to the normal jungle now. I, I suppose it's a little bit different. I, I am reserving judgment a little bit, John. I, I don't want to go too hard on Valve, because last week I did go pretty hard on Valve. This week, I'm happy that the patch is here. I haven't played it, though, so it's very hard for me to judge, though. I have been seeing a lot of people complaining about it already on Twitter. I think I saw Fly saying it's a very underwhelming patch mm -hmm. uh, that's come out. I disagree with that. I don't think it's that underwhelming. I think we just don't realize how different things are yet. I, I'm going to give it a couple weeks, and I can almost guarantee people are going to be pretty satisfied with how many changes there are. Perhaps, perhaps. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to... I mean, you know, we haven't had the time to play. We just woke up. So I want to see how it works, but it feels like the changes to the creeps specifically, like, yeah, those creeps are stronger. What this will do is basically amp up anyone who clears the camps with spell. So I think Lena's going to have a good time. I know just looking at the values they're changing. I'm surprised that certain heroes we were expecting to get nerfed didn't really get nerfed, which kind of goes into what you were saying. But it's also just kind of weird. Like, Bane wasn't really affected too much. Um... Spirit Breaker wasn't affected too much. Maybe they fade off with the change in the meta. But it's it's still kind of weird to see them mm. stay pretty strong. I don't know. Like, 
I'm I'm just keen to see how the games break out. We do have pros years later. We're not casting, but we, we will get right. to see how the pros adjust. You pointed out before though, Mike, like usually post patch, most people stick to their guns. You know, they don't immediately shift heroes. And I don't think there's any direct shift to heroes just based on the nerfs and you know, the nerfs and the buffs that came through. I don't think there's anything that stands out too much. I guess the but, weirdest one, I don't know if you've seen this, Axe is pretty interesting. I'm I'm not sure what's going on with him now, but he does have scaling to an extent because he, he gets armor now from Calling Blade and that scales with his battle hunger. So there's some funky stuff there. Uh, it's it's interesting. I don't I don't know what to make of it, but what stands out for you from this patch, Mike? Well, I, I did happen to notice the uh, the changes to Axe as well, and I, I personally like it. I think there's a, a lot more late game potential. I think Battle Hunger now takes your your armor for damage as well, which is kind of nice. What really stood out to me, John, is Tinker didn't really get nerfed that much, which kind of annoyed me when I saw that. In fact, <laughs> I'm going to be frank, John, with that new shard up, it looks like he might be busted again. It looked like he got stronger with this new shard now because he has this grenade that essentially moves you 600 units away from tinker like a bit confusing for me very concerned if that's going to be an ability that you can refresh with uh refresh. with rearm that's going to be very concerning for me i don't know that that's what stood out to me i i was not happy about the fact that tinker did not get nerfed that hard and it kind of looked like he got a buff which is very scary because this buff looks very annoying. It's a very Tinker-like buff, isn't it? It's just an annoying new spell that you're going to be able to rearm. And it's just going to annoy the living crap out of you, right? Like this hero, they, they can't give him a normal spell that just, that just does something normal. It always has to be complicated with Tinker. They've done it again, props to Valve. They, they continue with the, uh, the garbage trend of Tinker. So at least they've, they've stuck to the theme of this hero. But I'm very unhappy about that personally, John. Apart from that, though, I mean, I've got to appreciate the fact, because I was complaining about this yesterday. I wanted a buff patch. I didn't want a patch where we see 50 nerfs again. I want to see buffs. That's what we've gotten. I guess another thing that stood out to me as well, John, is shards are now bought at 15 minutes instead of 20. So mm -hmm. I think shards are going to be way more impactful now, and that's going to change the meta quite a lot. I don't know how to feel about that, because sometimes shards feel kind of ridiculous. And I suppose one more change, John. One change that I think mm -hmm. is going to be really problematic. Batrider shards. Oh, Team's yeah. completely busted. So now, if you get the shards on attack, you apply Sticky Napalm. Every oh, yeah. physical attack you throw out as Batrider applies Sticky Napalm. John, I couldn't help but notice Tim's tweeting. Just, just before we went live. That shard works with Manta style, Jonathan. So remember Axe, Axe Manta with the shards? Remember that? So now Batrider can buy Manta, just for everyone, just so everyone knows. Right now, Batrider can buy Manta style, and his illusions will apply sticky napalm every time they hit somebody. Oh so you're going to have three different things happening at once. You're going to have three different projectiles hitting you, all applying sticky napalm at the same time. That seems very, very problematic. I'm pretty sure Valve will alter the Manta for Batrider as soon as possible. But if they don't, John, I don't know. That That's going to be scary for me. I think we're into a into a, a Batrider-themed <laughs> meme. A, a 
just a meta for a while, I guess. That, that's very, very intimidating. Oh, that sounds really fun. I can't wait to see. I mean, the 15 minute timing for the shard for Batrider. I mean, sure, the Manta might take a while, but it's a Batrider. It can farm pretty fast. I'm keen to see if players will go into that. If we see offlane Batrider or mid Batrider going for that build, that should be fun. That's something to look forward to. Uh, that's yep. pretty sick. Um, what's funny for me, one of the funnier changes was Dazzle getting shifted, right? Like his bad juju shifted into good juju and bad juju. Uh, the CDR yep. is not as high, but it's pretty interesting that they split that and give him an, and give him a little bit more coming out there, uh, which is fascinating. Shallow Grave getting changed as well. It's... I know it's kind of nice because it always felt like with Shallow Grave you were just delaying the inevitable. Now you get a lot more healing with the amp up. So that feels pretty nice, I suppose. Um, I'm just happy that what you were asking for didn't come in, Mike. We don't have Necronomicon back. We have a bunch oh. of new items, but no Necronomicon. So I'm glad. Bring it back. No. No. Bring it no back. It was. No, bring it back. I. <laughs> Ne it wasn't the Necromonicon's. It wasn't the Necro. I can't even pronounce it. It wasn't the Necrobook's fault that 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 it was too powerful, John. It was the hero's fault. Bring the damn item back. It's still a great item. I want my stupid army to just terrorize people throughout the game. Bring the damn book back. Apart from that, though, I, I do agree. Dazzle changes are quite interesting. I think overall this patch is going to be very fun. Now, for anyone out there that's looking for free MMR, I'm predicting it right now. Enchantress in pubs is going to be completely bust. Right, with these new neutrals, with all the abilities you have, they are they have piercing attacks now as well on heroes, so they hurt more. It's gonna be problematic. I think Inch is gonna be completely busted in, in pubs right now. Which makes me very happy, John, because I enjoy playing Inch quite a lot. So I think Pos 5, Pos 4 Inch is probably gonna be back in the meta. Might take a bit of time, but it will be back. I think for any of the, the Chen players out there, Chen's coming back as well, because again, they're just the, the the new neutrals with the new abilities just look really strong uh, especially in the earlier timings as well uh, and as well as that i think chen got buffed with his uh with his hand of god right it, it provides even more heal now so yeah plus yeah, it does john plus uh, at max level you get 40 hp per second for 10 seconds so that's an extra 400 Ooh. regen coming in from hand of god i think it's going to be one of those patches where you have ench when you have chen going against each other that's going to mean heroes like CM is going to be back because, you know, you, you need someone like CM to, to just, you know, delete those units. And well, funnily enough, of course, CM did not get her movement speed buff, which makes mm. me very happy. No buff for CM, but I, I think we're going to see her back in the meta as well. Overall, John, what I'm trying to say is I think people are judging the patch too fast. I think we should sit there and enjoy it a little bit. I'm sure the map changes will be coming in, say, I don't know, maybe three, four to six months. You know, I know it sounds like a long time, but I, I'm sure we are going to get some map changes coming. Uh, and as well as that, you and I were talking a lot because you really didn't want a second Roshan. Because mm. when you Primal Beast was coming in some way, you said to me, you really don't want a second Roshan because you think it's too close to League of Legends. Yep. I can appreciate that. I don't 100% agree with you, but I can appreciate your point. It's not the second Roshan, John. Yep. But now that you have no, no Roshan or map changes, does that make you happy or sad? Makes me sad. I do want to change the map. Like um, the camp locations are the same. So despite like maybe the neutrals being changed up, you know the jungle creeps being changed a bit. I don't think that changes the mid dynamic too much. In fact, mid is basically the one lane that's 
not affected too much. Small camps are basically going to be the same because the big creeps aren't. The new creeps are mainly medium camp creeps. We're not sure yet. I'm, I'm not completely sure, but they don't look like small camp creeps. So mid lane still has really good small camp ass You still have water runes coming out. You still have the bounties that are shifted from triangle. So maybe that makes it tougher for mid to catch up. That kind of just punishes the mid that's behind, but that kind of makes sense as well into the jungle area instead of triangle. I think the map changes really want is mainly to affect mid because it still feels like that wind condition is coming out from mid lane. I don't see anything that stops Alina from being big, although her fiery soul was changed a bit. And maybe some of those timings were affected. And surprisingly, Konka didn't get too hard hit as well. In fact, he got a little bit of a buff with his X mark range at level one, so it feels a lot better catching people out. I think overall, like maybe the side lane dynamics change, but because of the lack of map changes, because of those small camps still by mid-tier one, and with water rune still around, it still feels like a mid-heavy patch. You know, it still feels like you're focused right. on building up on mid. Yeah, maybe you sneak in a Chen, maybe you sneak in Enchantress now. Uh, this is also a bit of a buff towards, say, Dominator hero, so... Your Lycan is going to feel a lot nicer with a Dominated Creep coming out. Your Beastmaster is going to feel nicer as well. But I know it's like, I get your point. Like, we have to see how the patch breaks out. I mean, there, there are some new items in as well. Like, uh, I think the fact that Witchblade has an upgrade pad is, disgustingly enough, above the puck in a way. Because it's, <laughs> it's not a dead item slot now. You can make something happen. They soft nerf Morphling with the E-Blade changes just a, just a weird amount. So Morphling is mm. not going to be the complete shotgun. It's a, it's a strange one. Because E-Blade... The, the changes to Ethereal Blade are weird. Like, instead of using your stats for damage, it's the enemy's max attribute. Right? Yeah. Like, instead of your own. So for Morphling, it doesn't feel as big and bursty. But against certain heroes, it can be. It's a... Uh, I know. And like those it. are interesting. Those are interesting, but... I I know it's like I expected big sweeping changes, you know. Like, let's say when seven point zero zero came out, we had big map changes. We had what was it shrines at that point? The first time shrines yeah. came out, we had a lot of changes to gold gain, a lot of changes to denies. Then it was a lot bigger, and it's not the same. It's it's not that big patch. It is changes, but I don't know. I feel like when you've been stuck in a mate for so long. These kinds of changes will still shift things out, but it's not the big sweeping changes that I think a lot of people were hyped up for. Now, I don't think we were going to get that big changes because those are usually saved for, like, say, a point X zero patches, not point yep. XX patches. So, I don't know. Like, maybe it's as you say, they might change the map in the sub patch in four to six months. But I think they will. For the most part, it's. I don't know. It's. I don't know how to feel. Like I, I'd, I'd agree with Fly. My, my first raw reaction was like, "That's it," you know. Like my raw reaction was just like, "Sure, that's that's interesting. Maybe kill streaks are worth a little bit more. You get a little bit more exp from the exp bounty there as well." But maybe it nerfs early jungle farming a bit towards late game. Deuce is not gonna care because she's still gonna have the items up. Maybe you don't stack as much. You know, you don't triple stack ancients. Stick the double stacks. It's still a lot of gold, and I think it still goes from there. So I don't, I don't know. Like it is good to see Ench back. Although to be fair, in the pro scene, Ench has been strong already anyway. 
and yeah. Chen has not. Although now I think the hand of God change, as you mentioned, is pretty good. So we'll see if he does come back into meta. But I, I know, I, I know what to say, Mike. It's, uh, he, he eh. is why I think the map changes will come, right? Because if we are in a Chen inch patch, and this happens every time, when you have a patch that is heavily heavily around the jungle, right? Because we do have all these crazy neutrals now that have these crazy abilities and they just seem more powerful. When you're going to have a patch that has Ench, Chen, Doom, uh, who else, John? You, you've got Clinks that, that likes to eat mm. the creeps. You've got Lycan and Beastmaster with the, the Helm of the Overlord and the Helm of the Dominator. I think what, what will happen naturally is they'll start changing the, the camps around at least just based off the Ench, Chen because you're going to need to change locations because they, they might be too accessible. That's where I think they'll start to change the match up, the, the map up. I think you're just naturally going to have to switch the neutral camps around a bit uh, because this happens every time. It might take a couple months, right? I'm not saying it's not going to be a bit of time before we see those map changes, but I think they are coming. And as well as that, did they not change the, the side lane tower distances from the base? I believe yeah. the, uh, the side lanes now, the tower, at least the safe lane towers are further away from the base now, I think it was, or, or the no, off lane tower. I can't remember which towers. one. The off lane, off -lane towers tower, are right. 320 units forward. So closer to the ramp areas on each side, I believe, is the objective there, which is does, maybe easier to access the large camp. So does that make it harder or easier for the off lane? I, does that not make it easier now? Because you have the, the tower regen and the tower buff that's more accessible to you because it's closer to you. I suppose so. I, I feel like that makes mid-flanking a lot harder as well, considering that it is going to be right by the ramp now instead of a few units away. So moving in oh. as a mid with a smoke is a lot harder for the, yeah. for the opposite side onto the offlane. Um, I think that's, that's the main thing. A shorter like long that. lane... But see, I, I like those kind of little changes, John, because it creates choke points, right? Like now you, like you said, you can't easily smoke through that, through the river onto the ramp. You've got to go the other way now. Like it, it's just these little changes that I think have high impact. And I, I don't think we've seen it yet. And we probably won't see it for, for a week or two, John. But I, I personally think these are going to be big changes. I, I just don't think people have read into it enough yet, is what I'm trying to say. Would I like more? Of course I'd like more. Of course i want a complete map overhaul but it, it hasn't happened yet i'm still sure it's gonna happen props to valve though i i like the patch i think it's a great patch again i haven't played it yet but i think it's going to change things up a lot i i think people should just hold their their judgment for a couple weeks is what i'm trying to say i think i think we're judging it a bit too quickly fair enough um i'm looking forward to seeing what happens beyond that i think we've covered the points like some slight changes here and there. Mm. What else stands out for you? Like we were talking a bit about Earth Spirit getting, getting changed up. Do you think he's back oh. in beta, Mike? Listen, the only thing Ice Frog needs to do with Earth Spirit, there's no changes necessary. Just make your Boulder Smash able to stun again. Do it for the boys, Ice Frog. You know that's what we want. We don't need anything else. Just give us that one change. Just revert it back. It'll be fine. Don't you worry. You know, make it a shard. Make it a shard. Earth Spirit Shard now allows Boulder Smash to stun again. Just, just do that. That's all I want. I don't care about all these higher damage changes. I don't want Core Earth Spirit a thing again. I think Core Earth Spirit is just... I don't know. It, it's like, why? I, we don't need it. Just leave it as a support. Just let us, let us stun. Let us ravage the whole team with one, with one spell. 
on like a 10 second cooldown. Just let us do that again. That's all I want. <laughs> I, I mean, I appreciate the fact that there's more late game scaling for Earth Spirit now, but that probably means he's going to be more of a core hero than anything. Which is a little bit annoying, <laughs> personally, for me, John. <laughs> Why? Just play offlane Earth Spirit. Just play mid Earth Spirit like Yopaj. What's no. stopping you? What's no. stopping you? That's the way it's meant to be played. That's what Ice Frog wants. You got to listen to the frog, Mike. You said this patch was great. You, you got to <laughs> like this one. You got to enjoy it. He gave you buffs. You're going to enjoy it. That's what you get. Well, it, it, it yeah. is pretty interesting buffs, though. You are right. Like, I like that the rolling boulder speed is up by 200 units. That's pretty nice um his scaling with damage is also weird using his strength and then the nerf his strength gain so i guess to balance out it's it's interesting i would like to see that offlane earth spirit again but who knows like you still don't have your damage talent so the echo saber buildup's just not there that was pretty fun or broken depending on who you'd ask but yeah i think the i think we've got to see how the patch plays out i mean again at least later on we are going to see it like pro series will be up in what five hours four and a half hours so at least those guys are gonna have to deal with it you know southeast asia is gonna have to figure out and they already tried and i know nina had yeah. a fun time setting up the lobbies then but we'll we'll get to see some of that action soon so we'll see how much the teams adjust but yeah that's that that's a patch i know like i can't help but just feeling i i maybe we just overhyped ourselves Maybe because we saw the techies announcement, we thought way more changes will come in, but it was exactly as advertised. You know, this is a pretty big, it is a pretty meaty patch when you consider all things. Yeah. It's not the big sweeping changes, but maybe this will shake up the meta. Maybe it will remove a lot of the stacking on the triangle a little bit more. We'll see. We'll see, I yeah. suppose. I, I think it is going to be a bigger patch than people anticipate, I, I think, right? Like, it's just not the changes everyone thought was coming. Speaking of the devil, though, techies, John. Are the changes good or bad? Because as far as I know from the actual techie spammers that were happy with the way techies was, they are not happy. I think Slacks in particular uh, tweeted this morning expressing his distaste towards the, uh, towards the changes. Do you like it, John? Do you think techies is now viable as a, as a proper hero to pick, or do you think it's just complete trash and... Maybe needs another rework. Maybe needs some buffs, some nerfs. What are we thinking? Because you know, I'll, I'll I'll share my my thoughts first on it. Mm. I think it's trash. I think it's it's it's. I appreciate that they're moving away from this playstyle that Techies was, because that was just really annoying. Though from my from what I can tell, I don't think anyone's gonna want to play Techies right now. I, I maybe I'm wrong. I haven't had the I haven't had the pleasure of trying it properly yet. Just based off what I'm reading, though, it just doesn't seem very good to me. What are you thinking? I think it's actually pretty strong in lane. Um, you can be really aggressive with the Sticky Bomb and Blast Off and Reactive Taser. All of them are pretty darn scary. Imagine using Reactive Taser aggressively, running up, um, getting the Disarm off, and just forcing everyone to look at you. It's pretty darn good. Along with Sticky Bomb and Blast Off, his laning presence is actually pretty sick because it's all AoE. So right. it's actually pretty aggressive as a support. The issue is you're still techies and you can't deny yourself a blast off. So I think despite giving him all these tools, he is still really easy to punish. If he, if he does run forward like that, like say you reactive taser forward, you're still going to die. And now you can't right. kill yourself. So it doesn't feel as good as it should be coming out. And 
I think that's going to make it a pretty hard sell. I, I think because of that, a lot of play, pro players who do play techies, like say Yaren, I don't know if they're going to be playing techies anytime soon in a pro game, and they rarely play it anyway in pro games. So I don't think I don't think we're going to see any techies picked up until maybe maybe a few days in. I think if if people realize how strong these skills are as laning spells, that might change it. But for the next few days, probably not. You don't want to experiment with these big reworks. I still feel like it's good. Like base damage up by 12 is nice. Armor up by two. It's really just your HP pool that feels bad. But mind you, that is a damage increase with Techie's range, which is pretty big. So now he can trade right clicks pretty darn well. And last time around, what were we seeing? Techies with like five fairy fires just to harass. You don't need that anymore. You've already got right. damage up by 12. So you can trade okay. And just play with Sticky Bomb and Blast Off. I, I don't know what your skill build would be. I would gather that Reactive Taser is probably the last priority. But Reactive Taser sounds like it can be really disruptive. It's a good escape and a good way of jumping in. It actually is an interesting way of jumping in if you don't want to use the Blast Off. So, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's different. I, I feel like this is a good change for techies. As, you know, for people playing against techies, this is good. Because it's not as yeah. annoying. You can see the sticky bomb coming in. It doesn't feel like bullshit when you just walk in the tree line and just get prox mined. You will still get prox mined, mind you, but right. at least not in the laning phase. And that will alleviate a lot of it. You don't have to worry about remote mines being activated. So it feels a lot better. Um, we'll see. I, I don't think you're going to see the infinite hold with techies anymore because of the lack of landmines. But it is more aggressive. I think this is just forcing techies players to... Play more aggressive. You've got to play the laning. You can't just sit back, buy a couple of clarities and mine up. You've got to play the game now. Which is what I'm happy about. Like, if there's anything I am happy about with this Techies rework is the fact that it's it's not this just hold high ground forever, you know, while your team plays 4v5 and you just have no impact. Like, that's what I'm happy about. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the hero is completely busted and, and I'm, just, I'm just an idiot. We'll find out soon. I mean, I certainly agree that the, the laning presence is finally there now for Techies. He can actually do something and kind of be a bit of a menace. So it's going to be fun, at the least, to, to test it out and see what the potential of this hero is now. I, I'd say overall, still a positive change because, again, that play style is just, you know, it's just, it's just terrible to have to go against, right? Whether you're playing with it, whether you're playing against it, I think AUI2000 was the man who said it. When you're playing with the techies, no one's having fun but you. And there couldn't be more of a truth out there than that. I mean, it really is the case. So props to Valve for changing that. On to the, the next hero, John, Primal Beast. I've, I've demoed it a little bit. It looks fun. It looks kind of busted, right? As every new hero tends to be, it looks very, very powerful. What are your thoughts, Jonathan? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you, do you like the hero design? Do you think it's broken? I like the hero design. Um, I think some some people who are like you know purists in terms of the game design aspect of Dota 2 and how hero kits are designed are and they've been complaining again that our our heroes let's let's face it some of our heroes just feel like they're out of league in a way that you have vector targeted abilities you have a stun you have maybe a passive and then an ult. Right, like whatever yeah. that ult is, and Beastmaster kind of checks those boxes. He has vector targeting on his first skill, which has a nuke. He has a stun and an AOE damage, 
and his ult is that stun. So I I don't actually mind this. I think it's pretty well designed. I think it's going to be interesting to see this eventually come into captain's mode. There's a lot of potential. There's a lot of flex almost in where you could toss him. Like you could potentially run him off lane. You could run him as support if you were feeling spicy. And that is a pretty fun concept. I think this is a good shakeup. This kind of alleviates people complaining that by aesthetic design, we've moved on from what some people have been saying is Disney and anime-like. So, you know, maybe that's a good change. But the toolkit is great. I'm I'm keen to see what happens with it. I wouldn't... Again, considering that we haven't had Marcy and CM, it will take a lot longer for Primal Beast to come in, which is kind of surprising. Like, remember how fast it was for Dawnbreakers to, to sort of come in? It wasn't too long. It wasn't too long for Grimstroke and Snap. It's taking a lot longer for Marcy, so I'm keen to see maybe in one of those sub-patches he'll be in and how long it takes for Primal Beast to get in there as well because his toolkit's pretty interesting. Yeah. Should be interesting. I mean, I like the the hero. I think it's going to be kind of broken. It looks very intimidating, very very big model, and you know people are already asking what's going to happen if we have an ogre plus a BKB plus a giant string on <laughs> on primal beast. And I'm looking. I mean, gi giant string on primal beast is going to be very fun, right? Because the hero actually really uses that item very very effectively. So if we have a very very late game in a in a in a pro game one day where you we do have a giant string come out on a primal beast. That's going to be something to watch out for. I, I can't wait for the day we get to see that, John. Uh, personally, I like the hero. I don't care about vector targeting and all that crap. I don't. I know people like to comment that, oh, it's too much like League of Legends, this and that. But it's fun. People like it. It kind of bridges the gap between new players and old players as well. It It's it's not as hard to use as, say, the, the old mechanics as well. So I, I think it's perfectly fine. Uh, and yeah, I, I personally like the hero. I think it's about time we had more of a Dota hero come in. Instead of these, you know, these very anime heroes, I, I want to say. Very, uh, you know, these Disney-ish heroes, right? Like you had Hoodwink come in, Marcy came in. Like, I'm not, I've got nothing against them, John. Even Dawnbreaker coming in. They just, they didn't feel like Dota heroes to me. Primal Beast seems like a Dota hero, right? And that's what I'm happy about. I'm happy to see something, something disgusting coming in. Something yucky and eerie and something you don't feel comfortable looking at. That's what I wanted and that's what we got. So very, very happy about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm keen to see how he plays. Like, I would honestly try him as an offlane. It sounds like he's going to be really good in that role. Pretty yeah. good spells. Feels like really good early scaling. Would love to see it. I'm wondering... It would look funny. Think about this. Like, Marcy disposing a primal beast. <laughs> the imagery of that Rook just tossing a primal beast back. That is funny. So I'd love to see that in my pubs, too. Can't wait. Should be Should be great. But yeah, I think Primal Beast does deliver. I'm happy he's not a map objective because I feel like that would push it much more into League of Legends and he's a hero. His toolkit might be following League design principles, but it's not that bad. I don't think it's as bad as some of the purists that I used to talk to would say. So I'll give this one a pass. I think it's pretty darn good and we'll probably, probably try playing it together. I want to dispose of Primal Beast. That's fun. <laughs> Nino brings up a good point as well in the chat, John. This is something else I had a question about with you. The Marcy is not in is not in captain's mode yet, yep. right? Which is which is a very interesting choice to make here from Valve's end. Agree or disagree, John? Do you think Marcy should have been should have been added already? Do you think it's still needs some reworking? Because I personally feel like the hero does feel very powerful in pubs. 
And it's probably going to be too powerful in the pro games, right? I, I still think the hero is busted, but I think you could have added in captain's mode to at least see what it is you need to nerf. Uh, you know, get kind of you know have a bit of it, have a bit of a testing ground for the next week or two. What are you thinking, John? Do you think it's a smart move by Valve to to not add Marcy yet and just maybe tweak her a little bit more? Yeah, I think they. I, I think she needs a tweak. She's very very strong in the right hands. Mm. There are certain lineups that Punisher instant stuns do, but usually when you have something like, say, a lion, you have higher priority targets to pin down first. So it just feels like she's getting way too much coming in. I mean, even in pubs, like, again, she's not as popular now, but she's still pretty damn strong. So yeah. it feels like the, the player base have gone away from her being outright broken, but she's still too strong. So I, I think we're going to see adjustments before she comes in. Kind of like Grimstroke. I think Grimstroke felt like he took a little bit more time to come in. Like he had, he was readjusted like three times in patches before Grimstroke came in. So maybe around that amount for Marcy. We'll have to see. Would have been cool to start seeing her though. You know, like offlane Marcy, probably support Marcy is going to be the more popular in the pause four. I've had really good games for the pause 5 Marcy she just enables a lot of cores to be aggressive because she has such great stunts such good nukes in lane and a great steroid and she does everything so it is yeah. a bit too strong I think pros would definitely abuse the hell out of that in a match and it's, it's a heads up move from Valve to not add it it would be more exciting if she was but let's face it she's too strong as it is for pro players yeah. right now yeah Anything else about the patch you want to talk about, John? Because it's been a it's been an interesting day, and I feel like we we have some other things to talk about that don't relate to Dota, which is probably going to annoy you talking about those things, John. But is there anything else in the patch you wanted to you wanted to speak of before we move on a little bit? I just find it interesting. So in this patch, we get Techies reworked, and we get Omni Knight kind of changed up. So Sir Action mm. Slacks just completely targeted, right? <laughs> like Vigen Aura <laughs> is now not a basic skill, and instead you have the Hammer of Purity as the basic skill. Which is weird, because it feels like they want right-click Omni Knight to come out, like no more stat resist on Heavenly Grace. It feels like the 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 scary days of uh, right-click Omni is maybe coming back. So I think that's one more thing that stood out. It's like, what the heck is up with this? Like, uh, yeah, that's pretty hilarious. The grant, mind you, a core Omni Knight still sounds like pain, but. It's hilarious, Spain. It's like a core Abaddon, you know, running up with a mist, uh, yeah. not a mist with a Chris of Avenir silencing you up and killing you. This this just sounds like torture for support. So I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't think we're gonna see any more Omni Knight unless it's a core, because that resistance gone, so it doesn't feel as good in Heavenly Grace. But who knows what the pros think about that? It's uh, it's different, very different. Yeah, it certainly is. But you know. It's there. Let's see what the pros do about it. I, I like changes anyway. I think Omni was, if it was, if it was strong, it was completely busted, and if it wasn't strong, it was complete garbage. So I, I can appreciate changes to just try and switch up the meta a little bit. I'm happy with that personally. Moving on, moving on though, Jonathan. I, I don't mean to go onto depressing topics, and I, I don't want to talk about the politics of this, but I think we should, you know, at least speak about it a little bit. It does seem like there's a bit of ongoing issues going on between Russia and Ukraine right now. And I want to kind of twist this to the to the esports side of things. Mm -hmm. First of all, obviously, very terrible news for uh, for Ukraine. You, you never want to see this kind of shit happening, obviously. I'm not sure why it's happening, but it's happening, right? Again, we're not going to go into the politics of it all. John, what, what effect does this have on esports? Because Ukraine is, is a pretty big esports country, right? Like, 
a lot of tournaments get held there. We know Wii plays located there. They run a lot of tournaments from there. Uh, a, a big gaming country, it certainly is. And now they, it seems like they're getting invaded by Russia. And again, it's just fucking terrible news, right? There's no other way to put it. What, what effect does this have on esports, though? Um, it would have the same effect as any state of emergency would. I think most players would have to look to get out. You're definitely not holding any events in there. And uh, I don't know. It's, I mean, these are all very reactive things. It's not in the state of war yet. I, I don't know what's going on, but you aren't at war yet. And I'm hoping people aren't banging the war drums because you don't want to be at war. Yeah. Because it feels no. like people are already saying there's a war. If you keep saying there's a war, there's going to be a war. So I think that's right. something people have to see. But I don't know. Like, Ukraine has already been in a dicey spot with Crimea. You know, that's already affected them for a while. Um, the rebel forces, or I don't know if to say rebel or insurgent forces, up against the Ukrainian government that Russia was backing for a bit, were just directly tied to the Russian government. It was kind of back and forth there so i don't know if you tough. if you've read john but there is bombs right now going off in the uh and again this is terrible news jonathan but there, there are currently bombs being launched or missiles being launched right now and again we're not going to go into it too much because it really turned me off this morning i've got to say john i mean i wake up i open the the I, I think i opened twitter and it's like oh great it's it's begun you know and it's like it's one of those weird things when it's our second episode for the podcast I didn't want to bring it up, but at the same time, you know, you've got to, you've got to talk about it a little bit. And I, I, I don't really, I don't know how to talk about it. That's the thing, right? Because we don't want to go into the politics of it all because it will just go on forever. At the same time, I don't want to make it seem like the only problem is esports because who gives a shit about esports when people's lives are on the line? But what the fuck do you do? I mean, it's, it's terrible. It's ter I feel like you have to recognize that it's happening, right? It's pretty damn bad news, and I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I hope for the best for the people of Ukraine, and Russia for that matter, because I don't want anyone to die. Yeah, that's all you can really hope for. I'm, there's a lot going on in the build-up of that. We've had a discussion. I don't know if that's something that you could really expound here, because it's a very, a very back-and-forth issue that stems from NATO, right? Like, yeah. that's basically it. And right. recent excavating issues are probably the oil line, which was denied. So this is kind of a reactionary move from Putin. And he's been in position yeah. for that reaction for years, considering Crimea. And he's done it before with Georgia. So hopefully it doesn't go too bad. I mean, what, you, don't, you can't really do much at this point except yeah. try to bail. And yeah. it's a pretty scary time for anyone stuck in Ukraine. I, it's a pretty scary time for you to fly over that area as well. Um, remembering the accidents in Ukraine airspace last time. So if you are crossing from Asia into Europe, make sure you figure out if your plane is routing properly. Because that is a danger zone now as well. That's something that not a lot of people think about. No, certainly not. It is not much... It's one of those weird things, John. I, I don't like saying, uh, is that an old thing you always hear? Thoughts and prayers are with these people mm -hmm. and thoughts. And, like, screw all that garbage. Like, thoughts and prayers means absolutely nothing. Uh, so I don't want to say that. I, I just, I guess we just hope for the best here because, you, you know, you and I are obviously kind of powerless when it comes to this kind of crap. And so are the viewers watching right now. We, we have no power over what's happening apart from just, I guess, speaking up about it. But even then, you know, chances are nobody's going to listen. Uh, so, you know, 
hope, hoping for the best, hoping this situation stops ASAP, uh, and you know, no people are harmed in in, in whatever's happening right now. Uh, yeah, just really, really bad news. Very depressing to to wake up to, John. I've got to say, and well, I I didn't want to bring it up. I know it, <clears throat> I know it's not a great topic for us to talk about, but you know. You've got to recognize it's happening. I mean, it's a big world event right now, John. There's no way we can just kind of ignore it, you know. But we'll move on because it is, you know, there's only so much we can say. Talk to me about the, uh, the Dubai tournament coming around, John. First of all, I'm, I'm, I'm personally very happy that there's a, a tournament happening in the Middle East because I think the Middle East is a, is a, is a place that hasn't really broken into esports as much as you would have liked to see yet. I'm very happy to see that is happening. Shout out to, to Galaxy Racer, by the way, as well, for, for hosting the tournament, because we don't have a major. We had regional finals, but again, that wasn't that exciting. So we're into a, not necessarily a major now, but we have a big tournament. And as well as that, there was another tournament coming as well, was there not? I think ESL uh, ended up mentioning that they were hosting the next major or mm -hmm. something, and they were going to have a live crowd, so that's also very exciting. But let's start with the, the Dubai tournament, John. How are you feeling about that? Are you happy? Are you sad? Is there any problems you're seeing there? Or, or what's going on? What's in your mind? I'm pretty excited to see it. Uh, we already saw some pictures of In Your Dream flying out. So GX, uh, NGXC is already flying out. And they were flying in first class, Mike. I, I saw In Your Dream in a very nice word, I was like, damn, he's, he's feeling great. Word. So I'm looking forward to seeing our Southeast Asian boys show up. I think they're going to wreck face. I think NGX is going to surprise people if they're in, they're in top form. And Boom and Boom is definitely my favorite going in. I'm sure, yeah. you know, Team Spirit's there. You know, they won TI. But you've got Boom. You've got Yopaj. I think if you're talking about young players, he's probably the next one to watch out for. So I am I'm looking forward to seeing Boom wreck face. I'm hoping they do well. Uh, it's going to be a bit tough. You know, those are all very high-grade opponents. Uh, I'm worried more for Fnatic. I think out of all the teams, Fnatic is probably the shakiest going in because we saw them in the region mm. finals it did not look like they were in form even up no. against a team like ngx i think ngx as long as they play to their best they're they're a pretty scary team so i'm worried for Fnatic. i'm looking forward to the tournament and it should be a good time like i would love to be i would love us to be doing the tournament who knows but it should be fun like that should be fun to watch now mind you i have seen people complaining about well, maybe not the specific tournament, but I've seen people complain about tournaments in the area. I know Rainbow Six actually just canceled the tournament there from complaints. So hopefully that doesn't really what are affect. the complaints? Can we talk about it, John? Is it inappropriate for us to talk about? I, I haven't they seen them. They so... complained about UAE and a lot of... I don't know what it was. Was it women's rights or... Oh, politics. UAE feels pretty... Yeah, it's political. I think... UAE is actually a pretty open country. What they're not open about is workers' rights, which I don't know if that was the fuss they were kicking up because workers' right. rights would be a pretty fair point considering that, you know, majority of the players, a uh, majority of the workers are like Indians, Filipinos, Bangladeshis, and they get their passports taken, which is funny when you have Filipino teams coming in. Hopefully that doesn't happen to them. It won't happen to them for sure, but no, no. it's, it's kind, of, uh, kind of, yeah, oh. it's interesting. But yeah, Siege oh. was supposed to have something, and they canceled that. But this is not going to get canceled, because Ubisoft backed out. This is by GXR. GXR is from the area. It should go well, and I'm confident it will go well. 
I am so sick. Can I, can I just say, and I, I'm going to go off on a tangent here, Jonathan. I am so fucking sick of how political the world's become. I mean, it's, it's kind of ridiculous at this point. Like, we're just choosing what we like and dislike. Now, look, I'm not saying what you just mentioned is a good thing. It's not. It's fucking terrible, right? But we're, we're, it, it always comes to this. Like, it's like every other country acts like they're innocent in some way. Like, every country in this world has something that they've done that's fucking terrible, without a doubt, and still probably doing to this day. But we pick and choose what, what we don't like and what we do like without really considering the, the morality of it. Yes, that is terrible. What you just mentioned, terrible thing. Are, are we going to bring up the other terrible things that happen in other big, big countries that we host <laughs> tournaments in regularly? I'm not going to name any countries, John, but I could practically name any single one, including my own. Including my own, John. <laughs> If you hosted a tournament in Australia, I could guarantee you that there'd be something political to complain about. Oh, At what point do we just just leave it? We're esports. <laughs> We're not politics. Yep. We're not poli why, are we, why are we always talking about politics? Why? Everything. Everything's political now. Yep. Every, I mean, I can't go take a piss in the urinal anymore, John, because that's political. <laughs> like, what, can we stop? Enough. Just, we're playing video games for a living. Yeah. You and I, we're casting. Just play the damn video game, right? You want to become a politician and go fight for people's rights by all fucking means. Go fight for people's rights. But don't, you know, we're playing video games. That, that's my point, John, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't I get it. We're, we're making a stand. I understand, you know, we're going to make a stand against this country and whatever. What my point is, John, is nobody's innocent. I'm so sick and tired of these things happening. It's like, oh, the, we can't go to Dubai because of this problem. Well, you, you, theoretically, you can't go anywhere because of multiple problems. Everyone's got a dark history. Everyone's done some terrible shit. At some point, you're just going to have to accept the fact that as a person that plays video games, you probably don't have the power to alter it. And if you think you do, then my recommendation would be to quit video games, become a politician, and by all, by all means, live your life trying to fight for it. I just don't understand how esports always have... Like, we always have these, these political issues. Now, don't get me wrong. If the issue is within esports, that's mm. fine, right? I, I'm not saying the, 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 the issue we had a few years ago, and you know the one I'm talking about with the, with the allegations that were made. I'm not mm. saying they were wrong, right? That was within our game. You need to address it. But when it comes to world events, I don't know what the fuck we're doing anymore. Right? Like, well, what are we doing? Why would Rainbow Six pull out of Dubai? You can't go anywhere in the world without looking at the history and realizing that every country's got a dark past. Literally every single one. There's not one country that hasn't done some really bad shit in their lifetime. So I don't understand. Like, oh, it just, it's killing me. It's killing me. It's killing me, Jonathan. Yeah, I know. That's uh that's just the state of the world right now. It's it's not just esports, it's almost everything is politicized. You know, you can't go liking anything without the notion you of can't. something political behind it. You just can't. So you have to watch everything you're saying, you have to watch everything you do, you don't express your own viewpoints because if there's a political slant to it, it's gonna get lambasted by the crowd. And I think that that honestly makes it harder for a conversation to happen. Like even even from the from the side that wants to be aggressive or whatever stance you have that wants to be aggressive about your politics, what you do is you end up not having conversation. And instead of allowing or trying to change the minds of these people, what you do is you just seclude them and let them fester in their own cesspit of ideas. You know, they're not going to change their minds anymore because you shut them out. So 
I think um, that's been happening for a few years. It feels like it's been happening since, I want to say, 2012 was when that motion movement really came out. It's not oh. dying down. And I hope it does because, um, well, uh, you're kind of seeing the consequences now. But hopefully that changes out. But on the topic of the tournament, Mike, back to the back to the actual tournament. Yeah, I think Southeast Asia is going to do great. What are your thoughts? Like, you've got spirit there. You've got some Western teams. How do you think Southeast Asia will fare? We're going to win. I mean, it's as simple as that, John. We're winning. A boom esports is going in. Mark my mark my words. I apologize about the swearing, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I know some of you don't <laughs> like it. Mark my words. Boom esports will win this tournament. I I'm telling you right now, John. I guarantee at least top three for Boom, and I want them to win this one. I think that. Let me look at the team list. Hold on a minute. Let me be fair to the other teams. One <laughs> moment, Jonathan. Let me bring it up so I can have exactly the teams that they're going to be up against. Obviously, Team Spirit, very scary. You have to respect them. They they just won TI-10. You can't doubt those guys. Tundra, recent roster changes. Don't know what to think. OG, probably strong. Team Secret, always pretty strong, no matter what roster they have. I don't know. I, I feel like Boom's at least top three in these uh, in this team list. Without, without, you know, without trying to be ridiculous, I, I do believe Boom is minimum top three. Minimum. Yeah, I think I'd go with you there. I, like, yeah, how, and that's how can, minimum. How can you not think that when you just see how they play? Like, maybe you might argue that maybe maybe Southeast Asia in general just isn't up to Boom's level, but I think Boom's just that strong. It's not that Southeast Asia's weak. No, they're strong. It's that Boom is just really strong. Like they're insane. And with Jackie, I, you saw how they're bonding, right, Mike? You shared a picture on Facebook. You, you saw you saw them together, lying down in bed watching a movie. They were having a good time. Right, they're they're bonding. I love it. I love that they're in the Philippines yeah. together. I love that, you know, they're just in the country. Six out of eight of the Dev One teams are going to be here in the Philippines. That's just amazing. You know, everyone's going to have yeah. the net issues. Hopefully not, but they will. They will, and that's going to be that's going to be a fun experience going into tour two. You know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's going to be very fun. I mean, other teams, and I know the chat's already brought this up, TSM as well, uh, TSM, you know, the NA boys, I, I, I like them as well, the previous Undying, I think TSM could surprise us. I, I think this is going to be a very close tournament is what I'm saying. I mean, it, it's a brand new patch as well, so chances are nobody's going to know what the hell is going on. So it is kind of hard to just say, yeah, this, this team's got it in the bag or whatever. But I think it really is anyone, any team's, any team's tournament here. And I, I think that makes it very exciting considering we finally have another LAN on the, uh, on the tables here. Uh, yeah, any team's tournament, though, I, I'm obviously sticking with the C-Boys. Hell, even GXR themselves, right? Like, you're going to have, as much as people don't think this, I think because NGX is hosting the tournament, it's almost like a home ground advantage, right? Like, even if you're not within your home country, it is your organization's tournament, which does theoretically mean you are on home ground, which does mean you might have a bit of a bit of a push behind you, right? A bit more motivation to pull off a win here. And so I wouldn't be surprised if if NGXC makes a run, right? Because even though they're coming from Div 2, Div 2 to Div 1, just from Tour 1, they were looking incredible. And while they didn't look amazing after Tour 1, I still think with a brand new patch on the tables, Anything can happen. And again, with that kind of home court advantage kind of buff going on for, for both NGXs, it could be massive. could be absolutely massive. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering as well as it's a land tournament. I wonder if there's going to be a bit of a crowd. Because I know 
like the COVID situation in the Middle East, I have a couple of friends in the area in the UAE. It's actually pretty open. You can actually go to a lot of places in that area as long as I think you're vaccinated. So I'm wondering if there's going to be a local crowd. That would be great to see. Uh, but if not, then, well, at least it's a land. You know, at least you've got the teams right next to each other. And it should be fun seeing some interregional play at last after we after we lost the major. So this is something. And I'm hoping we show up in Southeast Asia. I'm with you. I'm still confident about Boom. But it's still a bit up in the air. Top three, though. Top three. I'm with you on that, Mike. Yeah. Top three for sure. Yeah. Look, whoever wins, I don't, I don't care. I, I'm just happy we've got to land, right? Like, especially after that major cancellation. At the end of the day, who cares who wins? I just want good games, good Dota on a brand new patch on a LAN, in a LAN environment. That's all I want. Even if, even if both our teams come last, I couldn't care less. At least we're going to watch some great Dota on a LAN environment. And by the, uh, by the pictures taken that I'm seeing of the tournament, it, it, it's probably going to be a pretty hype one, John. I mean, production looks like they're going all out. Um, obviously, we haven't seen too much. I'm just going off Twitter, but it, it does look like it's going to be a very, very fun tournament. Uh, so I'm looking very forward to it. I'll stick to my guns as well. I mean, you, can, you guys can... You guys can clip this if you want and use it against me later on, but I reckon Boom's going to pull off a, a pretty big upset against all the rest of the world here. Though, again, even if they didn't, I couldn't care less. I just want great games on a new patch. I want completely busted crap. I, I want us to just be shocked 24-7 at what's happening on the screen. That's what I really want. So it should be a very, very fun time. Going to the Major, John, ESL has claimed that they are going to have a, a crowd for their Major, which is very mm -hmm. exciting. I think you are going to have pretty big limitations as to how many people you can have in that crowd, but it is still going to be a crowd, which is still, again, very exciting. Do you see any issues there? Do you, logistical issues, perhaps? Do you, are, is there a chance we, we get a big cancellation on, on our second major, John? I don't think you know, so. I think when, you make, when you make an announcement like that and you sell your tickets, you're pretty confident that it pushes through. So it looks like... The Swedish government is much more open now, unlike last time for TI. I think that's their way of kind of making up for TI almost. Not Maybe not to the community, but maybe as a business relationship indirectly to Valve. That's their way of compensating for canceling off TI last time. So, well, I, I think it's pretty darn nice. Um, it's not, I think the one limitation is that it's not all the days of the major, right? Like you only have, I think, what is it? playoffs really that's in that time frame so you're not getting all the games on live area but now those are all the games people would probably want to watch live anyway and i don't i don't see it going away i i don't, I don't see any i mean there's a lot of time left mind you there could be a jinx in there but i don't see any governmental move to cancel off until and, and unless maybe like cases go back into 10,000 there in Sweden. So it should yeah. it should work out. I think um I think we're all opening up a little bit more mostly for now and I hope that holds steady for at least the next 3 months just so we get that major off, but it looks like good news, Mike. I don't I don't think we're going to get out of that one. Yeah. Well, I hope so, Chun, cuz I I don't think we can afford to have another major canceled. Let me tell you. That would not be very very fun at all for uh for Dota 2 esports in general. So again, considering how the uh, how the world's going right now, Chun, you, you you really don't know. And oh, it's just such a depressing day. It's such a it's such a depressing day. I just 
all bad news today. I mean, there's been the patch drop, but yeah, I, I can't even feel happy about the patch with all the, the world news going on right now. Oh, but I guess we'll go into some, some funny stories if we can, John. I, I do have a... We, this is going to, I'm sure, soon to become a segment here, Jonathan, but mm-hmm. something's happened between me and the wife again, John. I need oh. your opinion here. All yeah. right. Last night, Jonathan, I, I, was, uh, I was waiting for dinner, right? You, mm. and I was cast, you and I were casting. So I was, my wife was trying to get dinner ready for me, you know, just before we cast because, you know, she's, she's a great wife, right? She brings me pasta with tomato sauce, right? Like a tomato-based pasta. Fair enough. And then there was chicken, schnitz, chicken schnitzel on top, right? Mm-hmm. Like two pieces mm-hmm. of chicken schnitzel. Now, I know how great my wife's food is. Let me, let me say yeah. right now, she's a brilliant cook, right? Best food I've ever had. She brings me this plate and says, you know, here you go. Have fun at work. Love you, whatever. So I take this plate. I come, come into the shed. I'm, I'm setting up for, for, for yesterday, right? Eating this food. Pasta's delicious. Couldn't help but notice the, the chicken schnitzel was... Uh, What's the what's a nice way of saying terrible, John? Uh, underwhelming. It was underwhelming, right? So this chicken schnitzel just it was really, really underwhelming. Like the coating was falling off, the seasoning wasn't there, the 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 chicken wasn't trimmed properly, so there was like some hard fat on it somehow. Quite quite a ugly situation going mm-hmm. on, right? So I ate the pasta. I think I ended up feeding the the chicken to to one of the dogs, right? Because why you know why not? Dogs love chicken. Went back inside. You know, my wife sees the empty plate. She says, wow, you, you liked it, huh? And I'm like, who made the chicken? And she goes, oh, my, my mom did. And I'm like, I'm like, well, good. And she's like, well, why is that? Because if that was your chicken, I would have had to divorce you, right? I said to her, if that was your chicken, I would have had to divorce you tomorrow. I mean, there's, there's no way, right? I knew straight away that wasn't my wife's cooking. Now, when she heard that line, right? Obviously, I'm joking, right? I'm, I, I said to her, you know, she said to me, why? What's the problem? And I go, I would have literally had to divorce you had that been your chicken, right? Yeah. She gets upset with me. Now, this is a very clear joke, John, right? It's a, it's a joke. It's a marriage joke you tend to make. She didn't like it. She got upset with me. Have I taken it? Did I take it too far, John? For, for the viewers out there and for my wife, who's probably going to listen later, in, later on. Have I taken it too far with the divorce joke? <laughs> I, I I think it, it might really be bad. I I I can I can see why the missus took took issue with it. Oh, you're taking I, I, her side. No, I can see why she take issue. I I think that's a pretty good joke, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for her because she doesn't understand how bad it was. You know, she doesn't have context <laughs> of how bad, say, your mother-in-law's cooking might have been. Or if she had, maybe she was expressing her distaste of you, Mike. You know, it might, it might be an interpersonal thing you have going there with a mother-in-law. Mm. I think because right. she doesn't have the context of that chicken schnitzel itself, for her it just sounds uh, pretty extreme. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see why the missus would feel that way. At the same time, you know, it's you. You know, you you say all of that kind of stuff. You, you I do. You are Australian. Australians say all sort of silly things as oh, one would. So I think it's... It's pushing the envelope, and I think for some people it would go past. I can understand why. I think it's a great joke, but I can see why the missus does think it's a bit much, Mike. Maybe just a tad. Jeez, it sounds like you're, you're, you're her husband, by the way you're talking. John, just so defensive there. I'm glad to see you're ready for a relationship for any women out there looking for a, a very handsome, attractive John X Fire. Oh. He, clearly, he's, he's ready for you. 
By the way, John, update on that previous situation that happened yep. last week on Valentine's Day. Mm. Turns out she did listen into the podcast. She heard <laughs> what happened. Now, here's what she got me, right? She gave me a 200 IQ gamer move here, John. Mm-hmm. My wife said, hey, I listened to the podcast and I, I know what you did. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like the flowers on Valentine's Day. I'm like, oh, no. Here we go. You know, she's no, I'm going to cop a headache, right? I'm going to hear my, my ears are going to start bleeding from all the shouting that's about to happen. She looks at me and says, it doesn't matter where you got the flowers from. I love you anyway. And that broke my heart. It really, really broke my, this is a 200 IQ gamer move, John. She knows what she was doing. Oh, Because yeah. now next year, next year, I'm going to feel bad and I'm going to have to go buy nice flowers. But she's done the old Uno reverse card on me. She said, it doesn't matter because I still love you. And she, she didn't get mad. And I was, I felt quite embarrassed after. I felt rather, <laughs> I was like, well, hold on a minute. Maybe I should have gotten her better flowers because, you know, maybe she doesn't care. But now I look like the jackass, John. She yeah. got me good. Yeah. You know, there, there are multiple levels to, to what came out there, Mike. For one, not only does it guilt you into feeling like you should have gotten more because she loves you that much. On the other hand, it's also showing... To an extent, let me break this down as like a third party. I'll act like a third party here. It's breaking down the fact that, you know, I think this is how, I don't know if this is how, I can't say this is how women think, but you know, the one way of thinking about this is like, you expected her, you, you know, you, how, no, okay. I'll, I'll act like the villain. How could you think your wife was so shallow that she'd care about where the flowers came from? That's one angle. Oh, like, there you go. So wow. it's not just the guilt factor. It's that you thought oh. your wife was that shallow that she'd care. What's wow. wrong with you? <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much. John, you've just sentenced me to death, sir. But I, I appreciate you sticking up for my wife. Thank you for that, John. That is such I, I a wish... great move, though. Like the implications, Mike. That's what she was implying. It it it's a two edged sword. It's love and it's a lot of smack just in that statement about you. Just a lot. That's that's the that's the difficulty with sometimes you know, um, arguing with your significant other. They've got sneaky ways about making you guilty, Mike. You got to watch mm. yourself there. She got me good, and now you've messed me up too because she's going <laughs> to listen to what you had to say, and she's going to be like, "Yeah, Mike." <laughs> How could you think I was so shallow to care about where the flowers came from? <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. You just gave her more ammunition. <laughs> Amazing. You're going to have a great time come next Valentine's Day. For sure. Oh, Mike, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Uh, whose birthday is coming up? It's, oh, no. Okay. So the missus's birthday is done. It's your birthday coming up. All right. So. Yeah. I April guess she'll, 1st. She'll get you back there. It's not like uh, it's not like anything happens on April first, Mike. You know, it's not like that timing is never not funny, as you love to point out. Yeah, I mean, look, she she's pretty good on my birthday. She always goes out and tries to give me something thoughtful, even though I, you know, hardly ever do it for her. She she tends to try and do it for me. I I'm I'm just lazy about it though. You know, to be fair, this year I did get her a penthouse, as everyone likes to point out. So you know. <laughs> She got a, She got a nice gift. You know, I expect a nice gift now as well this birthday, John. We'll see what happens, though. I'm looking very forward to it. Like you said, though, it is April Fool's Day, so God only knows what's going to happen that day, considering, you know, my family law loves to, to play pranks on, on me. So <laughs> it's a, a real blessing that I was born on April Fool's Day, let me tell you, John. Real, real blessing. Yeah. I mean, Still, uh, you, almost, you almost got a gift of salmonella from, from the chicken. Maybe that was a message. Again... 
Watch yeah. yourself there, Mike. You, you, you got to treat your in-laws better, perhaps. That's the message being sent to you here. <laughs> Moving on, John. Can we, so can we try to solve this issue live on no. here? Like, th right. This shed issue is getting ridiculous now. All right. All right. Every time it rains, there's a leak in the roof. So when it rains, the water comes through. It's the, the insulation in the ceiling soaks up all the water. And then it gets hot again because it's Australian summer. And then this room ends up being like 90% humidity or some crap. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. When, when we're casting, I feel like I'm literally dying, right? Because I'm, I'm sweating all my water out. I go through like probably four or five bottles these days of water during our cast. Whereas I used to, I used to basically drink none uh, back before. What's the answer, John? Because I looked up dehumidifiers. Yeah. The problem is, is they <clears throat> they apparently let off a lot of hot air. So yep. if we're going to remove the humidity, we're going to go into a very hot environment in, in this shed. Aircon we could go for, but like you pointed out, that tends to make it more humid. I guess I could get a fan, but that's going to be pretty, still pretty garbage because humidity is still humidity. Mm-hmm. What's the answer, Jonathan? How do we solve this this shed humidity problem that I'm having? Well, an aircon is actually more of a dehumidifier, if I recall, right? Uh, it makes the air drier. Cool. I kind of hard to just plop in a wall AC unit in a flimsy shed, Mike. I don't know if that's even a feasibility thing. I yeah. know what to do. Like, it, it's so hard. That's the one thing living in the tropics, right? Like, it's the same issue in Southeast Asia. Your air is just very humid, especially in the Philippines. Humidity is like... 50 60 percent so it's always just stuffy and the only yeah. fix is like air conditioning or just dealing with it so that's the straight story i i believe you had mentioned that you have been closing your windows though so yeah. for good reason of course australian bugs are an entirely <laughs> different thing for some reason i still find it bizarre that dragonflies fly into the shed attracted by yeah. like i i don't even i didn't even know dragonflies were active at night you know, I, I always thought they were a daytime Nor creature, did I. But... Nor did I, John. <laughs> Wait, uh, speaking of, have you ever played with dragonflies? You know, pick them up by the wings, put them in your finger. Did, is that something that no. you guys do? No? Is that just something no. we did here? That's weird. Anyway, uh, maybe a screen would help. I know you were discussing that possibility with me before. Yeah. A fly screen would be a straight-up answer, at least giving you some air in. A fan wouldn't solve the humidity, as you said, but at least you'd, you'd feel cooler. Um, I know what well, else. Well, given to do. the uh, the fly screen we're getting today, right? We're going down a <clears throat> we're going down a Bunnings warehouse. We're gonna buy a three dollar fly screen. And I'm just gonna end up like gluing it to the window so I can actually keep this window open. That might solve the, solve the issue because it is quite open land past the window, right? So you tend to get a pretty nice breeze coming through. Problem is, I guess everyone outside of the shed is probably gonna hear me screaming my lungs off uh, <laughs> during our cast. But screw that. I guess that's their problem, not ours anymore. So. I guess we'll go down the fly screen route. Hopefully that'll solve things here for us, uh, or at least for me, John. Moving on. I've got a, I've got a bit of an inquiry with you, John. Mm -hmm. Filipino brands are starting yes. to confuse me a little bit with their, uh, with their intentions. Yeah. Last week, you brought up Master Bake, which is a bakery. Yep. Right, where you get your specialty cheese bread, as you like to say, yes. and I'm sure you get some great cheese bread, Jonathan, from Master yes. Bake. <laughs> now i i found out recently i had a filipino store about mm -hmm. 10 minutes away from me so i was i was very happy the wife went and bought me a bunch of stuff whatever whatever right 
She brings me this drink, Jonathan, this mango nectar drink, which I'll show on screen right now because we're not sponsored by anyone. Now, I believe it's pronounced Gina, but I think yes. you know where I'm going with this, right? Are you, you, you Filipinos, Jonathan? I, I've got to start asking, well, where are these names coming from? Because every, every brand I hear about from you guys is always, it's always named in a way that sounds very sexual, Jonathan. What's going on? I wish I knew. I wish I knew why we do stuff like this. You know, we've, we've got a heck lot of stuff that's weird. Uh, we've got cookies called Cremo. For some reason, cream. Oh, straight up. Uh, we've got what else is just weird? Jack and Jill sounds funny. We've got peanuts called Ding Dong. So if you open a pack <laughs> of Ding Dongs, literal nuts. It's uh, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I know, you know what's what? up with us. I know. You, you know what? You, you brought up Ding Dongs. We've got a, a nut supplier called Nobby's Nuts. That's literally what they're called. And any, any Australian will have a laugh about this, right? Because everyone jokes about it. Literally, the brand name is Nobby's Nuts. Right, I'm pretty sure the the guy who came up with it, you know, knew what he was doing, but he called his brand Nobby's Nuts, John, which is uh, and they have a slogan too. I can't remember exactly what it is, but I remember at one point I was a child and it said something like "Enjoy a mouthful of Nobby's Nuts," and I just couldn't help but just lose it. I I don't know if they did it on purpose, but I have to imagine they're doing all this on purpose to to just give you a laugh. Oh, that sounds amazing. You know, Australia, speaking of funny Australian brand names, that's a great one. The one that I love for some reason is Golden Gay Time. I think that's a wonderful yeah. name for an ice cream. It's just spectacular marketing, the Golden Gay Time. Have yourself golden time. a Golden Gay Time. Isn't that great? Imagine if we had ads <laughs> for that on BTS and we'd have to say that. Or ads on the DPC where we'd have to say, this, is, this tournament's brought to you by Golden Gay Time. Have yourself a Golden Gay Time. And then people would have no context. There would be no video. They just hear us wishing them a Golden Gay Time. They'd be like, what the heck's wrong with these guys? Yeah, that'd actually be, I would hope that happens to us one day. In fact, I want the whole, I want all of them. Golden Gay Time, brought to you by Nobby's Nuts, brought to you by Gina, Mango Nectar Drinks, brought to you by Master Bake. Please do get yourself some specialty specialty cheese bread at Master Bake. In Zombonga, which which doesn't sound like a, a real a real city. What is it? Zom, <laughs> Zombonga. Yeah, you got it right. Zombonga. Got it right. Yeah, yeah Zombonga. It, it just doesn't sound like a real Filipino city. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it just sounded so fake when you were telling me that story. Just I was in my I was in Zombonga with my uh, with my dad. We we went to Zombonga, my dad's home hometown. You know, it, it sounds like you you traveled over to the, to Africa or the Middle East or something to go to your dad's hometown. We went into Master Bake and got that specialty cheese bread. That's that's Master Bake for the ch- the specialty cheese bread. I mean that that just killed me. And then yeah. long behold, my my wife goes to the Filipino store, buys what I can only imagine is is a it's a very nice drink, John mango yeah. nectar. But they called it Gina, which could also be pronounced as. Well, I think you you get where I'm coming from, John. Uh, uh, uh. I just oh and now God. you're telling me about Ding Dong Nuts. Yep, Ding, ding dong, dong Nuts. nuts. Yep, yeah, Ding Dong. They're, they're a big brand. There's Happy Nuts as well. Just, <laughs> just, just yeah, you're gonna be happy eating those nuts. Uh, I know what's up with us, Mike. There's there's something wrong, collectively wrong, with the Philippines. And there's just something yeah. collectively wrong about us. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else funny? What are brands? I don't think so. We have some really strange ripoff brands. Like, you know how there's, like, American Cheez-Its, right? Those 
uh, really disgusting kind of um, kind of vomit tasting chips. We've got cheese that's of her own, oh. and the imagery we have is some ripoff Tom Jerry, you know, from Tom and Jerry for some reason. We've right. got peewee chips. I guess that's kind of funny. Peewee. Yeah. It's pee-wee I don't know. Chips. We, yeah. We're just strange people. We're just strange people. You know, if you come down to the Philippines, you'll find that. A lot of people are named prince and princess, which I know is not very common in like Western countries, but you'll find that. Prince you'll and just, princess. Yeah, yeah, that's their first name, prince or princess. There's a lot of that in the Philippines. We were just strange. We we found you know Americans came in. We thought it sounds cool. We took the names and it's like, all right, sure, we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. Absolutely. Oh goodness me, what a what a day. <clears throat> what a day it's been. Johnny, you got any topics you, you feel like talking about? Is there anything you want to get off your chest here today? Before I ruin you with the uh, the next the next issue I have with you, John Xfire, there is something that I've been meaning to bring up, but I'd like to give you an opportunity to, to bring up your own topic first before I completely savage you. I'm trying to think. Is there anything recently developing? Nope. Nothing comes to mind. My time all clear. You look... Yeah. You, you looked around the room. That's that's your world right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> four walls. We've got that's four it. walls. The paint's still there. We're we're, we're okay. Yep. I've got a problem with you, Jonathan. I've got a bone to pick with all you, right, and I was right. going to bring this up in private, but I decided I'm going to put you on the spot here in front of people. All right. And first of all, congratulations. It does seem like you've switched to vaping instead of smoking cigarettes, which I'm very happy to see, John. Congratulations mm-hmm. on that. Couldn't help but notice, Jonathan, and I've been noticing this for the past month, but you've uh, you've had a very interesting tone in your voice recently during our cast. Really? Very deep, very deep kind of tone. Watching your camera the other night, couldn't help but notice someone was vaping during our cast, Jonathan. Would you would you care to explain to us why you're vaping or casting? I just I just do it just to keep busy. You know, it's because uh, <laughs> I'm. Yeah, you know, I, I speak less. I don't need to speak as fast. So I'm like, all right, it's like, let's watch what's going on. Like, relax, relax. Like, uh, you I realize didn't... it's so obvious, right? <laughs> I, I just want you to know how obvious it sounds that you're vaping. Is, does it come to you? Oh, man. Because I, well, I yeah. used to do it with my other thing. And it let me wasn't see, let me see if I, Let me see if I can replicate the sound. I've got a vape on me right now. So this is what you sound like before your voice clears up. <laughs> Never realize. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. That, I, I thought, no, no, I thought I it sounded fine. Jeez. I don't mind. I don't mind. I actually don't care. Keep vaping if you want. This isn't a problem to me, John. <laughs> I just found hilarious. it hilarious that this whole time you haven't picked up on the fact that it's really obvious that you're vaping. And uh. for the past month, I've been wondering what's wrong with your voice. I'm like, Jesus, John's having a terrible time out there. He must be really suffering. He, he's got like a frog in his throat or something. And long behold, there I am looking at your camera last night, John, and just vaping away. <laughs> and you, you seem, you have this smug look too as well, like nobody knew. Like you're sitting there, you're so smug sneaky, look. you're such a sneaky, sneaky. caster. <laughs> no, it's like, uh, I, was, I was coughing really badly for the past month though. Um, so <clears throat> I didn't think it would sound similar because I just kind of switched recently. Before that, I was using something else, which I guess didn't draw like that. I have no clue. I, I have no clue because I've been using that for like a yearish, but right. yeah, I didn't notice it at all because I'm used to <laughs> I'm used to actually doing that with the other thing for during casts. Like you, you might not yeah. have heard it, but I I was I saw it. I, yeah, you saw it. I know it, what you were doing. I, I yeah. would do it and just to because I'm not I'm right now because before I used to listen to music while casting 
just because I need yeah. I need something. You know, I, I can't just sit right. here and just watch. I need I need like a little bit more to focus in. It's weird, but I've stopped listening to music because it's a bit too distracting. I'm trying to dig right. deeper. So now, you know, it's just like it's right there on my desk. I pick it up and the idiot I am, I just let it rip, I guess. <laughs> let it rip. What can you do? Yeah, the worst, the worst part was I tried to do it last night, right? Yeah. So I'm like, well, if John X5 is going to do it, I'm going to do it too. <laughs> Screw John X5. I didn't but notice. But my mic's too... My no, my mic does pick it up. I, I I did notice my as quiet as I was trying to be, my mic was picking it up, and I'm like, all right, you know what? It's probably a good idea that I don't vape as the play by play because yes. you know, I, I you know, it's probably not a very good idea, right? <laughs> but I, I must admit, John, I'm going to admit to you right now, I did I did kind of mess around with you last night a little bit because <laughs> I have your I have your camera nonstop, right? Yeah, so I yeah. decided when when I noticed you vaping, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this piece of shit. He thinks he's so smart. He's so smug vaping during the cast. Every time I see you took a puff, I was switching to you as soon as I possibly could. <laughs> just, to put, just to put you on the spot. And I saw how annoyed you were getting too. That was the best part. Every time I could see John really struggling to get his breath to try and talk. And I, in, in the background, I was just giggling like a little schoolgirl, John. I was having such a great laugh to myself knowing that you were being put on the spot every two seconds. And you had no idea that I knew that you were vaping. I didn't uh, mind. Was, I didn't mind. I found it funny. I mean, I, I found it interesting that the pacing, my pacing was off. And I was like, yeah, this is fine. I don't mind it. I, I didn't think it was obvious, but apparently it is. That's I'll watch myself, Mr. Mike. I'll watch myself. <laughs> no, no, keep going. <laughs> I honestly don't care. I just found it hilarious. And I, I thought it'd be good to snitch on you as well, because people used to make fun of me when I was vaping uh, during the breaks, because the, the room would be full of uh, vape clouds. And now every time your voice changes, they'll know what you're up to, John. So I'm very happy to, to put you under the bus a little bit and get that, that vape pressure on you. Do vape oh, nation, yes. John. I appreciate What are you vaping, by the way? What, give, give us a... What, what flavor have we got there? Flavor, we've got watermelon. I was... Honestly... For some reason, when I saw Yopaj really into this, I was like, okay, let's, why not? Oh, I, I, saw, I saw Japoy doing this. You know, he was memed uh, on Facebook. They were just showing him drag on forever. I'm like, what the hell? And I saw it. It's like, all right, let's, let's take that thing. And it's like, yeah, this is cheaper. This is cheaper than the other thing I was using. It's cleaner. Doesn't leave a scent. I'm like, okay, fine. That's, that's good. And I, I guess you... thanks to Japoy. I guess. Have you found have you found the transition easy? Because I know a lot of people do not do not like the the switch from uh, from cigarettes to vapes. Oh, have I you, did. Have you found that? An, you found it easy. I mean, I wasn't. You know, I kind of transitioned out of direct smoking anywhere for a long time now. It's been a long, long time. So I was using like the iCosting, which is supposedly not quite burnt. You know, it's not ignited. So right. switch down to vape was a lot faster because of that. I think for people who are on, you know, like the sticks or, or cigarettes would have a harder time. But don't don't even go into it. And the same thing goes for vaping. Just just a PSA. It, it's still not good for you. Of course, the best thing to do is just never to get into it. So if you haven't just been into smart. it, don't go into it. You know, just don't just smart. don't. It's not cool. It looks lame. Me and Mike look like losers. That's why we do it. But don't get into that stuff. Just, just stay yeah. clean, guys. That's the best for your health. Stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. And if you, if you do have a friend out there that's like, bro, just try one. You won't get addicted. This and that. Just don't do it. Mm. You look like an idiot. 
Don't smoke. Don't vape. It's all garbage. Just keep your lungs fresh and healthy. Otherwise, you'll turn out like John and I, aging like prunes, <laughs> you know? At least I am. John X5 still looks very young. Very, very young. It's the um, Asian genes, Mike. It's the Filipino yeah, genes. It certainly is. Yeah. Couldn't help but notice as well, by the way, John. I had, I had a picture of... Uh, I saw a picture of FBZ. Yeah. And I couldn't help but notice. You and him have a striking similarity in terms of looks. I'm going to send you this picture. All right. I'll, I'll send you the picture. All right. All right. I don't know if you can show it on screen for us, John, once I have sent it to you. Yep, if yep. you can, I, I recommend quickly just showing it so people can see. Just one yes, moment. Yes. But from this angle, you and him just look... He looks very like your dad, I want to say. I'll show you. You'll, yeah, you'll see it. in a moment. One second. Give me, give me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set it up. This, on... is the, this is the funny... This is the uh, Boom Esports team bonding, by the way, John. Very, very uh, interesting team bonding tactics here from, from Boom Esports. Wait, hang on, hang on. Let me save this image so I can show it up. Or actually, no, no, no. Let, let me just... Do, 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 do. Let me turn this on. And we shall see what exactly it be. All right, I'm going to scale this up. All right, here it is, here it is. All right, here we go. This is the file. And I'll put it over my cam for now. There it is. That's the picture. <laughs> Let's zoom in a bit. Look at him. You're telling me that isn't like a skinny John X fire right there. Look at him. FBZ right in the middle with the glasses on. That looks like a skinny John X fire. And that right. really looks like your dad as well. You sure? You know, it, for me, he looks like Clement. You know, stinky pie. He does, he does look like Clement. All right. right? Fair enough. Right. It's a, let's zoom in even more. There you go. And then take me, take that off. Let me try posing the same way. I, I don't know. I don't know. Kind of. I can see a, a little bit of it. Sure. Let's, let's go back. Sort of. Somewhat. I, I, you know, it's, it's, get, it's getting, it's getting a bit weird. Do I just look like every single Asian now? Cause I'm no. Ori. I'm Ori. I'm Mickey. I'm Blitz. And now I'm, oh, I, you know what? I don't mind no, no, being no. FBZ. I'm a god. I'm, no, it's just how good I am at Dota, dude. Think about yeah. it. I'm Ori, I'm, I'm Mickey as well, and I'm FBZ on the offlane. I'm kind of set there, Mike. I should play. He's, <clears throat> He's a handsome man, FBZ. I mean, FBZ, that's a compliment to you, John. Oh, yeah, you should course. wish to look like FBZ. Of course. Uh, very handsome man. Good to see uh, Boom Esports as well. Obviously, the, the team bonding going very well in that, uh, that king-size bed. Very nice to see. John, can you bring the, uh, the full picture up for a second again, oh, yeah, just so yeah. we can... Have a look on the right side, just yeah, for yeah. a moment, because there was one person that didn't look too happy about the situation. I just wanted to quickly point this out. Which I suppose on, does actually reflect how they play the game for Boom Esports now with, uh, with the addition of this player. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see it, I see it. Here we go, here we go. Wait, it's a pretty big pick. There you are. All right, here. There it is. Look at the right, ladies and gentlemen. Who is not happy right now? Can we get a can we get a zoom into Jackie, right, please? Right, let's get that. This is let's the pause one look. The rest of the team playing for protect one out there, you know, harassing the enemy team. And well, there's someone on the right just by himself, not satisfied with what's happening right now in this uh, this team bonding session. Just look at that face. Look at that face. What does that tell you? Can we get a bit more zoom, Jonathan? Right in on the face, please. All right, all right. Here so let's go, look, here look here at how Jackie's feeling. I wanted to stare right into his soul. 
Jackie is uh is not happy. Look at that. He is very very upset right now. Not satisfied whatsoever. But I suppose that again it it's, it suits the uh the pause one role, right? You want to be alone in the jungle. You don't need to be in bed with four four other people. Yeah, we we can get closer if you want, Johnny. <laughs> Jackie just looks Jackie just looks more and more depressed every time you get closer. <laughs> there you go. There he is. That's our, that's our Jack boys. That's our Silicon pride right there. On, <laughs> he's, just not, he's just not happy. He's just not. No. Like, you see everyone else. You see Tim's with a big smile. You know, <laughs> let, let's go to Tim's. You, you see freaking Scam just laying across. You see FBZ with a huge smile. And for some reason, Jack boy is just not happy. Hang on. I've got to reset the transforms. There you go. All right. Let's, let's see that again. All right, so here's Jack boys. This is the entire team. Just look how happy everyone else is. Look at FBZ yeah. and look at FBZ and Tim's. Like they're so happy. Yeah, look at them. Tim's and FBZ are so happy. Everyone else is just kind of like, yeah. Kim's just laying there by himself. Your pa's just hugging a teddy bear, thinking about how he's <laughs> going to destroy the the next mid laner he has to go up against. <laughs> And Jackie's like, I don't oh. really want to be here. I don't want to deal with this. I just want to farm. That's Jackie. Yeah, that's it. it. It's kind of reflective of what they do in the game. You are right. You know, FBZ yeah. Tim's are just having fun. Scam is kind of <laughs> down at the bottom as you would be on the pause five. And then Yo Paz is just intent. He's the guy who's thinking about the game. He's the guy who has to make yeah. things happen. So he's the guy who's serious. <laughs> it's, fun it's fun a fact, John. Your Page is not laying in that bed uh, by choice. His back's actually broken from uh, from the last games he's had to carry. So uh, your Page is taking a break, just resting his back now. And can, yeah. can I mean, it's just, just funny to see. You, you said uh, you said FBC looks like my dad. It looks like FBC is the dad of Jack Boy there. FBC is such a proud dad. He's such a proud dad. He's just so happy. It looks, it's absolutely adorable, but they do look like... For some reason, Japoy looks so young here. He looks like an actual <laughs> elementary school kid. Look at that. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Oh, oh, that's, that's enough of the photo, John. We should stop making fun of right, it. It's, right. it's good to see. I mean, Boom Esports with the bonding before the, uh, the GXR tournament. Very, very good to see. Oh... <laughs> oh, very very good uh, it is funny though right like the, the two p i mean jackie and your page the pause one and the pause two never smiling everyone mm. else is just fine like fbz the guy that has to play the off lane the spine of the team smiling like a giga chat even though he has to have the toughest lane out of them all tim's having a great time on the pause four and skim just i mean he's a pause five john naturally he is depressed just just thinking about how his life got to this you know <laughs> what can you do Oh yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. They have such a great team house. I wish Boom would do a team house tour. You know what? What I want to do is to be able to go to each team house, do a tour, and ask them to say why their team house is the best. You know that that sounds like it would be good content. I don't know if I can force the teams to do it for me today, but I want to see the team houses. You know, Boom probably has the most uh, decked out one. I I was talking to who was it? I was talking to Jackie. No, FBZ. I was talking to FBZ. Asked him how his Philippines. Yep. He said, their cook in Boom is pretty damn good. So FBZ likes the food. So yeah, I want to see it. And, you know, we have, um, what else? TNC probably has one of the better houses in terms of equipments just because they've been around for a while. 
I'm looking forward if T1 will bling it out as well. You know, how Talon so. will look like, because Talon's coming into the Philippines. They're not Div 1, but they are looking to really make an impact. So I wonder how far that will go to the team house. You know, there's so much they want to see. And Gary, please show us the team house. You know, if, if you won't well, get the yet. iPhones, show us the team house. Better yet, Gary, just fly me and John and out. We'll do the uh, we'll do the tour for you, Gary. <laughs> Free of charge, Gary. Just fly us out. Fly us out to the Philippines. Well, well, you don't even need to fly John out. He's already there. Just get him a get him a taxi or something. Get him a bus <laughs> a bus ticket. <laughs> That'd be like a three day bus trip on like multiple roll on roll offs. I would be oh, at risk of sinking. It hasn't happened. You'll be though, fine. You, there's always that risk. Yeah, it should be fine. Oh, you're right. A taxi. Mm. Actually, you could you could technically take a taxi. I don't know if any taxi would want to drive the entire stretch of the country, but you could technically that's actually feasible. So yeah, Gary, if you find a taxi or Uber guy who's willing to drive to Pampanga from Davao, let's get this done, man. It's cheaper than yeah. an iPhone. You know, we're not asking yeah. for iPhones here. We're not sending you to GIF. Just and send Gary, us in. I, I Gary, I only fly first class, by the way, so make sure you, you splurge out a little bit, right? I, I don't want any of those economy tickets, yeah? I need that first class ticket, preferably on Emirates if we can. I've seen those planes. They look very, very nice. Get showers and everything in them these days, John. So there you go. Oh, there we go, John. It's been about an hour and a half. Any more topics before you want to head off? I mean, it's been a bit... Again, like, I was hoping I'd come in today looking, or rather feeling a lot happier. Mm. But again, I, I woke up. I didn't sleep well. I logged on, read the news, and obviously that depressed me a little bit. So we, we were off to a bit of a rough start here for episode two, but is there any, any other topics you have, John, before we, uh, before we head off for the night? No, I think my head's been pretty empty. Um... Oh, uh, I don't know if you're into like Souls games, Mike, but outside of the patch, uh, Elden Ring's coming out. Were you ever big in Dark Souls? Hard games that punish you, you know? That kind of stuff. I, so, so I bought Dark Souls three like a year ago, mm -hmm. right? I've never played any of them. Just, just, but I've heard about nonstop, right? So I bought the game. Little did I know, you need a control to to actually play. Yeah. I don't have a controller, so I I went in trying to play with keyboard. It felt really bad. I didn't have a controller on me because I don't buy consoles. I just waste the money, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I could go buy a control, you know whatever for steam and it could probably work i just never got around to it i have got the game though and I, I honestly i did say to myself when the next dark souls game comes out i would go ahead and buy a controller so i could play it properly so i guess now that you're mentioning it john I, i'm probably gonna have to go buy a controller now you how's will. the game looking though they're, they're saying it's great they're saying that it's the it's the best thing to happen in video games in a long time which for me is overhype i don't think that's really it i'm not the uh, i mean I, I i appreciate what dark souls is in video games i i i actually don't i haven't played through it much played one got my ass kicked by the boss and haven't done it so i am excited for the new game i think it's because they say it's more like open world it's more like an open world wow. adventure with some elements with a dark souls approach to combat so i think that's a good hybrid and that's where the hype is coming in because it might be still difficult but it's a little bit more accessible for your average player so i'm looking forward to that i i don't think we're gonna have time to play it ourselves though because of our casting sked uh you've got an extra day which will be a surprise to everyone no reveals on what's gonna happen on that day of casting but you won't have me mike unfortunately or fortunately for you i think that might be a blessing for you wouldn't it 
Well, it depends on who I get to replace you, John. I'm currently trying to to get some uh, some options going for myself, but yeah, maybe I don't want to excite people, but maybe. Are we talking about? Sorry, are we talking about the the, the finals day, John? Or are we talking about the twenty sixth? The twenty sixth. Oh, the twenty sixth is already sorted. That's no problem. Finals day is a different story. We don't know yet with that one. We don't. We don't know what's happening with that. Oh, but yeah. Never mind. We're gonna we're gonna say things we shouldn't be saying. So with that, yeah, twenty six should be fine. Uh, you know that John's not gonna be there. John's a little bit too busy, but we'll have a replacement. And I think I will have a finally a bit of a break from John X Fires. <laughs> you know, get some real analysis going, John. Uh, apart from that, though, anything else, Jonathan, before we, uh, before we head off? No, I hope everyone's had fun. Uh, go enjoy the patch. Um, if oh. you... Yeah? What's now, up? There is one thing that I, I, I did forget to bring up. You and I are still talking about this, so maybe mm. it's not a great idea that I say it here, but I, I think we can you know, have a short conversation. So I have this idea, John, where we do like YouTube shorts, TikTok, whatever the hell you call it these days, and we, we take the funnier conversations that we tend to have during our casts being during the pauses or whatever and put them on YouTube shorts because a lot of people tend to really enjoy the, the commentary when there's a pause going on. They, they like that, the, 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 the stuff we talk about, right? Whether it's funny, whether it's just controversial. What do you think about that? Like, we haven't talked about it in person yet. Do you like the idea, John? Like, just taking snippets of, of our games casted where we're where we're where within a pause, like an example would be like Master Bake, for example. That situation was uh, a good <laughs> laugh, and just make it a YouTube short on our YouTube channel, which is the the same channel that this uh, this podcast gets uploaded on. What do you yeah. think? I I think it would be fun. I think um, the one thing, the one condition I always give you when we, when you want me to edit down stuff is to find the timestamps because I'm not very good at scrubbing yeah. through. But beyond that. I can see some fun ways to get that done. I can actually show everyone that Master Bake Shop exists in that edit yeah. and just pop it in. You know, I'm not insane. <laughs> Zamwanga's a real place, guys. They speak Creole Spanish there. Yeah, I'm not making it up. I, I just... The, the funny thing for me is whenever you say that we're having a funny conversation, in my head, I'm not trying... You know, I'm not saying something that I think is funny yet. I'm just stupid. You know, it just comes yeah. out. I, I end up making dumb... Dumb. What do you even call that? Punts? I mean, when I do punts on purpose, they are stupid. Like, yif whiffing. Yeah. I was pretty proud of that. Yeah, I was that was pretty, pretty bad. That, but that yeah, was bad. Should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I think we'll call it again. It's been a bit of a depressing day, and you know, I think I, I think I. At the very least, for me, John, I don't, I don't feel very happy today mm. with all the news. Even with a, a great new patch out right now, I, it's just, it's a bit of a sad day. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna say hopes and prayers as we, we do move on. There's none of that garbage. I, I just hope for the best for everyone, or rather, thoughts and prayers. I, I do wish for the best for everyone, and hopefully, this, uh, you know, this battle going on right now between two countries, hopefully, it just subsides hopefully we come to a, a resolution and nobody has to get hurt and that's what i want to what i end up off when end up end off on i've just completely lost for words here john yeah uh hopefully if uh if any of you are in that area you stay as safe as possible um hopefully um nothing happens to you and me and mike will catch you next time y'all take care of yourselves we'll see you next week for another episode cheers